Good morning, Dr. Rajbans. Good morning. This week for HealthWise, we're looking at medical articles. So let's get to our first one. Now, doctor, what are some of the reasons behind someone feeling bloated all the time? I know it generally happens when we overeat or maybe for women before that time of the month. But what are the other reasons that can cause bloating? Again, a lot of uh, things can cause that, you know, things like someone with problems with gastritis or pancreatic problems or just problems with um, things like food intolerance, simple things like food intolerance. Some people are just got certain foods, they just get uh, intolerant to that and that can cause a lot of platelets and bloating. Uh, people with gastritis, any problem that the pancreas is not functioning well can cause that. Even some systemic diseases like diabetes, diabetes can get bacterial overgrowth and bad bacteria take over the good ones and you get all of bloating and symptoms of platelets. Uh, things like, uh, you know, thyroid problems can cause that. Anything like liver, people with liver problems, gallstones, you know, even kidney problems can sometimes give you problems with bloating. So actually there are many causes. Uh, but the most common one is just eating the wrong foods, overeating, food allergies, food intolerance, which are some of the commoner causes. And But if it's something that's getting more extensive, you know, some even symptoms like uh, colon cancer can sometimes present with bloating and, you know, disturbance. So oh, wow. So if symptoms are persistent and they're not getting better, if you try some simple, you know, medications like antacids or some gastric pills, they're not getting better. Always good to get it checked up. Always see a doctor and see whether you need to do further tests or you don't get to go and get an ultrasound done or even the scopes done if necessary. Okay. So if you feel bloated all the time, whether or not you eat or not, then there may yeah, be something wrong else. with inside yeah, there. That's right. Okay. Or if you were fine before and you've never had bloating before and suddenly you feel yeah. like you've got something, then also yeah. it could be colon any cancer. New symptoms, any new symptoms that come up for no reason suddenly, you right. still have to check up and see something systemic causing it or is it something local. Okay. okay. So what can we take, doctor, to reduce or to treat the bloating if it's just a regular like when you overeat in digestion or when you eat something sometimes, wrong? Yeah, something just like simple antacids and all that can help, you know, uh, medication to reduce, to improve your bowel movements. Uh, so pain a lot depends on, you know, if it's a food, then you have to see which food you need to uh, take away and all that. But Does bloating mean that we have a lot of gas in our stomach? Water. Yeah. yeah, that's right. A lot of uh, wind, you know, basically like they say a lot of wind in the stomach. All right. In this article, doctor, scientists said that they have developed a way of predicting if patients will develop Alzheimer's disease by analyzing their blood. And experts are calling this a potential game changer in this fight against the debilitating condition. Now, these blood tests can actually predict the disease years before the onset of the symptoms. What does it detect in the blood that will indicate Alzheimer's later in life? I don't know because the article just said they look at some protein markers. They actually didn't say what exactly. They did, I think, a few hundred patients and of course now the, the test must be validated. But if they can do that, it'd be really, really exciting because right now Alzheimer's, you know, it's a clinical diagnosis. The more time you diagnose and the patients already have a disease that's already going on, right? A PET scan can, of course, detect a few years before the symptoms come, but PET scans are expensive. So yeah. there's going to be a cheap blood test that I can do and then I can predict you're going to get an Alzheimer's and I can start maybe looking at putting in, you know, things like cognitive therapies, some medications, supplements to help to 
uh, you know, help you reduce or slow down or even prevent that Alzheimer's from coming. I think this is a very exciting test. If this, hopefully, it works out and it's uh, validated and then and it will be available for us someday. But it's still going to be a long way because we still need to do, uh, you know, lots uh, of tests, yeah? and, uh, tests mm. and make, you know, validate that uh, whether the test really works. Uh. So it needs more than a few hundred patients that to do much more bigger studies to see whether it works. So right now they're testing for a type of protein, protein is it? Yeah. In the blood? They're not told us what exactly, so probably that's still something that's, uh, you know, they something they don't want others to know, I suppose. They just told <laughs> it's a protein, but they don't told what it is. Normally, they won't tell until the studies are validated and once they, you know, it comes out in a, you know, like a journal article and it's then definitely everyone will know about it. That's when they'll make it commercial. But right now, I think they'll not tell us what exactly they're testing. Okay. But if we can detect this disease early, are there ways that we can prevent Alzheimer from developing? Right now, we don't can't prevent, but you can actually try to slow down with, uh, you know, multifactorial treatments. Like we're looking at uh, cognitive therapies, getting them to be more active physically, mentally. You certain supplements have shown you might be able to slow down. Then you start medication early. So if I give the person a start to delay that onset of the disease, you know, so even if it delays it by even five to few years, still gives person a chance to do many things before you know he gets. Uh, very bad. So once you get severe Good morning, Dr. Rajpan. Good morning. But this week for HealthWise, we're looking at Are there some blue zones where so let's people generally just don't get one. Alzheimer's? Now, Doctor, yeah, what are some of the uh, reasons behind zones, someone feeling bloated so all the, the time? I know it generally happens about. when we overeat so or maybe for women before that time of the month. But what are the other reasons that can cause bloating? I can tell you a lot of tests that show that things like someone might change problems with gastritis or pancreatic Problems, or just uh, problems with uh, what's going to happen to the tolerance, aggressive food intolerance, not getting things right, exercising, just getting intolerant to that, and not doing all sorts of physical therapy, reading more, playing games, that right, stimulate the mind. Problem that all that is not functioning well, and once you know that, some systemic diseases like diabetes, hypertension, medication, so we do look forward to this blood test that will detect this disease early on, even before the onset of symptoms. Longer you can delay Alzheimer's, chances of new medication. Coming in, or treatments or coming in the future. Now, now this next article, doctor, is very so interesting because uh, Singapore, our neighbour, they have given regulatory food, approval food for the world's first quote-unquote clean meat that does not come from slaughtered animals. And this cultured chicken meat will initially be used in chicken nuggets and it is not plant-based. It is a meat that was grown from animal muscle cells in a lab. What do you think of cultured meat, doctor? How good do you think it is for our health better. to have it's a food that's grown in a lab. <laughs> We do don't know. We don't know what culture they use. Do it. What is the culture that actually grows this meat? You know, this. Okay. So if you feel bloated all the time, whether or not you eat or not, then there may be something wrong with inside there. But if you were fine before and you've never had bloating before, and suddenly you feel like you've got something, then also it could be any new symptom that comes out of the blood of the organ transplantation. So what can can we take, doctor, to reduce or to treat the bloating if it's just a regular, like when you overeat in digestion or when you eat something wrong? Yeah, something just like simple and that is and all that can help. You know, you're eating it, you know, the taste will probably be the same. It's like a cologne, isn't it? The bloating means that we have a lot of gas in our... Whether that culture has got any effect when they 
grow the meat on our own uh, organs and our own body. And that's something I don't know. I, we got no idea. No one is telling us anything. You know, they're selling the meat. Uh, have they done enough studies to say, yes, this is safe? You've done the studies for the last 10, 15, 20 years that cultured meat is safe. Uh, we don't know. Uh, just like GMO, we don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, if you're brave to try, go ahead and try. Uh, but I don't think it's going to be really anything if you take once in a while and not going to really affect. But I still, I, my question is, I still don't know. I don't know whether this is <laughs> something safe to do or not. Only time will tell. You know, in this article as well, um, these lab-grown chicken meat, right? They're not cheap, apparently. How in much? the early stages, the company actually said that the chicken nuggets will cost $50 each. What? <laughs> but now it they've gone down a little ever since they approved it and, and you know, a lot of research have been done. But um, chicken nuggets is targeted mostly at children. So I don't know how yeah. about... I don't know about feeding cultured meat to our children. No, no. I suppose some people will say it's uh, actually safer because, you know, the other meat out there is full of, uh, you know, a lot of antibiotics. And That's true. That's yeah. everything. So whether this is a clean meat and cheaper. Uh, and which and might better be for the environment. Yeah, better for the environment. And whether it might be actually true, but I... We don't know until time will tell. Doctor, this last article, I mean, there's been so much talk about the COVID-19 vaccines uh, with the UK being the first to offer mass vaccinations to their older populations, the over 80s, and also their healthcare workers. But the question here is, how long does it take for the vaccines to take effect? And do we know yet how long one shot will protect you for? I think they're not sure. They, they uh, All they know efficacy so far. And I think most of the vaccine, the Pfizer and the Moderna, you know, are saying that they're almost 91% effective, 95, 96% effective. So that's good. So we know that it's effective. But they have not told us how long will the, you know, that uh, immunity lasts. Mm. You know, so... That, that's where we wait and see because they're just starting all the vaccination now. So whether it will last six months, whether it's going to last one year, is it going to be like the influenza where you have to take every year, mm. you know, or is it going to be like one of those uh, vaccines uh, which unlikely, unlikely going to be like those uh, lifelong vaccines, you know. So I think this is probably going to fall into the yearly sort of vaccines. Uh, but whether your immunity All right, in this article, by, doctor, scientists said that they have developed a way of predicting if patients will develop Alzheimer's disease by analyzing their blood. And experts are calling this a potential game changer in this fight against the debilitating condition. Now, these blood tests can actually predict the disease years before the onset of the symptoms. What does it detect in the blood that will indicate Alzheimer's 
Right, right. Uh, so, so you have to pay that pros and cons. 